Pickaxe. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes with me, Tom, playing Keelakad Kalar, the Bard slash Cleric. I am Chris Trot, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond, check them out with the link in the episode description and also check out our brand new sponsor Displate. Displate offer durable steel high quality canvases with a huge choice of artwork from a wide selection of artists. The High Rollers also have a collection on their website that you can view using bit.ly slash highrollersdisplate. It took a super long time for us to pick our selection, there's hundreds of fantastic options so check out our picks and get yourself a high quality metal print. Anyway let's jump into the episode. The party are clearly overwhelmed by the new information, so they're heading off to find an adult in the form of the Field Warden of Kaylee's Rest. Hello, welcome back. They're doing some weird slow down Yoshi noise. Bring heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they're doing. Welcome back to High Rollers. The party. Do you ever know what we're doing, no, Mark? I don't. No. Uh, the party have just had some very uh, quite intense conversations with gods, with mortals, um, making plans for the future. And now the party makes their way through the city of Kaylee's Rest. Early morning, sun is uh, just beginning to crest over the hills, bathing everything in a golden orangey light. As you make your way through the Queen's Plaza towards the main uh, m- main guild buildings or the main sort of um, administration buildings of the city itself, you arrive and there are harvest guards who recognize you, wave you through. You see there is a large room full of busy clerks at writing desks, um, copying up things like reports and accounts and notes and that sort of thing. When you approach Malika's office, you hear a conversation taking place already. Um, I understand, Mason, but I can't just take... I can't do anything based on dreams. We are, it's clear that something else is happening, but we need more than this. What if the others are in danger? We can't risk them. And then dreams. as you end, dreams. you get dreams. like a... Come in. Dreams? So you Dreams? Sat on her desk, so with uh, sat on her desk, a uh, pair of tight kind of riding trousers, legs kind of folded over each other, loose blouse. Um, you see Malika Dornbless, this kind of <coughs> radiant silver haired, uh, kind of tan skin. Um, kind of, she looks tired and stressed, uh, speaking with an elderly Earth Ganassi. So he has a human frame and humanoid features, very, very dark coloured skin, uh, you know, very. Um, very well weathered tan lines, but there are parts of his skin where rock and earth is almost like breaking through his skin itself, and occasionally it crumbles off and it kind of regrows a little bit. And you can see his eyes are the colours of opals. Um, they're actually just pure white, but they're like the colours of opals, like they're stones themselves. Um, and he's wearing loose robes uh, emblazoned upon which is a anvil with a half wreath of flowers over it, which is the symbol of Valena, the goddess of the forge mistress, she's called. Um, you see him and he's just, uh, you knock and enter and you say, dreams. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let me redo that. Okay. Stop. I don't just, dreams? Please, I mean, please do. It sounded oh, like that's so what you did. Uh, Malika is, is now a good time? 
she like gestures, she's just like, ah, yes, my, uh, my new allies and bringers of bad news. Hi! Please come in, yes. Uh, well. And, uh, have you met, uh, well, I believe you have met Caretaker Mason, Caretaker Mason. Uh, these are the individuals, as you know them. He kind of looks around, he's like, oh, greetings to you. Greetings. Um, I was, uh, uh, is, you wish me to stick around, Malika? I can come back later if you need me to. And she's just like, no, no, let's hear what they have to say. Um, we can, we need to discuss your dreams um, and figure uh, things out. Yeah, actually, Mason, it's probably good you do stay for a bit. What dreams have you been having? Well, last night, I had a strange dream. Which, in my experience with Valena, can sometimes be uh, the result of some sort of vision or prophecy. I saw Kaylee's rest bathed in flames. Dark there creatures? were creatures of shadow and ash. A doorway. On fire. And light with a woman wrapped in chains. Oh, yes, woman wrapped in chains. <laughs> okay. I literally am. We tried to get that out of you. <laughs> you saw it too. Uh, I did. Uh, you are a priest? I, well, I, I had a, let's say it, a fortnightly week meeting with Hesper. Um, kind of, he seems confused. Uh, well, then you're a priest, surely, he's, he's, he's the things he's thinking. Uh, but you saw the same thing. I saw the same thing. But Hesper couldn't see it at all. Malika, clearly this is evidence that something bigger is going on here. She's like, yes, I gather that, Mason, thank you. You cool. both share the stream. Obviously, there is something happening here. Oh, we know about that. The cleanse. The purge. <laughs> the cleanse. The cleansing purge. The... Sorry, I know you say that we always bring us bad news. Maybe one day I'll bring you some good news. Like, if we way. said it in a happy just way, would that details. help? Details. Let's begin with details. You can't just say the word purge and cleanse and leave it at that. We really don't have that much more. We well, I would like whatever else you have. Who, what, when, how did you come by this information? Quill, I'm going to leave this one to you because I'm going to mess it up again. And I'm doing great so far. You know far. what? The Arakroker is often quite clever with his wordings. Why don't the two of you tell me? Sentry, Lucius. The two that got into the, the crypt. Mm, yeah. Yes, the two clever, stealthy people. Yes. You got into the crypt? What yes. are you talking about? Not crypt. Mausoleum. Yes. Not important. Not important. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. yeah, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, yeah. Sentry. Uh, um, so we we encountered uh, an incident with one of the Ashbringers. Um, he uh, informed us of a plan to purge Katie's rest in fire of some sort. But you have no further details. He said that Abates has put a plan in motion and has been working on it for several days now and she has lots of really powerful people trained. And it would be especially bad for any foreigners. And that's why she and requires that's all of us. All and of the priests. How did you come by this information? So you had an encounter with one of these Ashbringers. How? He was he was going to um do a bad. He was gonna he was gonna yeah, burn down a shop and we stopped him and interrogated him. Yes, absolutely. Now there's elements of truth, and then there are 
there's a big bit of lie. I mean, it's not entirely a lie. There's just you've omitted a lot. So I think that, <laughs> let's still, let's keep let's have a deception check from Sentry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a lie. You've just omitted a shit yeah. ton of information, and it's more the trying to gloss that over, like. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's 13. 13, okay. Technically, we could use a passive insight, which would be. Okay, 13. She's like, all right. You stopped him burning down the shop, you say. All right. So you've caught this Ashbring, and, and he, what, just told you about these plans? Where is he now? We bargained with him. Bargained with? And that if he tells us. His own life. Because he almost lost it. He almost lost his life. Yeah. How did he almost lose his life? Necromancy. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> she's just like, you can see she's close to snapping. She's like, what necromancy? He was. He was. He had powers of his own that he had no control over. He, he was. He was a necromancer not in control of his own powers. Deception check. <laughs> Nova's just frantically looking around the room, just like. Uh, 17 plus. Who was the necromancer quill? Oh, I was like condensating. <laughs> like. So he was some sort of he was some sort of mage who had didn't have control of his necromancer powers, and you 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 saved his life or you bargained his life. It, he, we could have killed him and we didn't. Right, but where is he now? Away. He got away. He got away. <laughs> there is this. He got away. What do you mean he got away? He gave us a lot of information about the Abbotess. Yes. Wait, it sounds like he didn't. He's given you very vague, cryptic information about the Abbotess, but continue. <laughs> Not that vague and cryptic, but... Well, then what is this purge? What is the Abbotess up to? He, she wants to retake the place and make it back what it Sounds was. cryptic to me! <laughs> I mean, maybe he was just a one level... Varen. the one that took him away, right? We are... Varen? Who was Varen? No, Jayla. Like, Jayla? Uh, one of the acolytes of the Temple of Kalara. Because we were under the temple. You were oh. under the Temple of Kalara. <laughs> yeah. Got lost. At this point. So, I don't know. The, you guys are in right? the ritual. Ritual. Oh. It's going to sit on the floor. What ritual? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Lucius! Why don't you tell me what's going on? Go ahead, Lucius. Yeah, Lucius. Yeah. So me and Sentry snuck into the mausoleum to find Breeze because we wanted to extend Tracker's life. <laughs> <laughs> I am aware who Tracker is. Who is Breeze? Breeze's a guardian. Right, okay. So you snuck in to a place that you're not meant to be. You broke into... Yes, it was very naughty. Mm, carry on. But it was for good reason, because Tracker was dying, and that's really bad. Carry on. And... It turns out Breeze is a baddie because he performs necromancy and he caught the Ashbringer and wanted to suck out all of his life energy and spells in order to put it into Tracker to extend his life. Human sacrifice! Right, and And so what happened? We made the decision that he isn't allowed to do that, so we stopped him. Okay. And in return, the Ashbringer felt guilty for his you know, hatred for all races other than the ones that are in Savona. Mm-hmm. And he gave us some information that you should leave town because the Abbotess has got a big cleanse slash purge going on. And she's... And then... And what then happened to him? Because we are good people. 
century in particular saved life, we all decided that it would be a waste for Tracker to die to save this man's life, for him to just go back to the Abbotess and do this cleansing. He had a change of heart. Where is he now? This is Homo. Yes. He went away. To live a good new life. She stands she stands up off the desk. Oh, we're she turns, in trouble. she walks behind it. We're grounded. Takes this angelic, beautiful great sword. Takes it off the wall. Excuse me, I mean. <laughs> just starts like destroying her chair and desk oh, and these angelic wings just erupt from her back these l- golden wings of luminous light light begins blazing out of her eyes a halo of golden fire erupts around her head ah! she just slashes and slices away until her desk is in ruins Mason just kind of holds his arms he's holding like the rest of you behind him he's kind of like doing this in front of you all and then she just stops, <clears throat> puts the greatsword back on the wall, the wings <sighs> disappear. Now that I've calmed down a little, you should not have done that. You should have brought him to me. He um. would have been properly questioned and imprisoned. I understand what you were trying to do, but that is not how things should be done. We will need to discuss this after we have dealt with this plan that the Abbotess has. Mm-hmm. Do you need us to leave town before it goes on fire? Because we're terrible? No. No, I need you to stay here and help me deal with this matter. And seeing as you've let away my best lead into what was going on, we... I think that that is the least you can do. He said that what information he gave us is all he knew. Quillock, I do not believe you are so naive as to believe that he is not capable of lying. There are ways of making somebody speak. Brookstone! We didn't check! <laughs> he seemed very upset though. Be that as it may, he still should have been brought in for questioning. Also, what happened to this breeze, this necromancer? What happened to him? He got away. He turned to mist. He escaped by turning into mist. We didn't let that one away. We didn't let him. Right. He, he ran she away. moves up to the door. <clears throat> Dwellen. Can you just pl- make a note that I have a necromatic guardian to deal with as well, please? It's just like, you are? <laughs> you heard me. Closes the door. Sorry, I just need to add that to my increasing pile of things to do. Are anyway. We, are we on that list? You might soon be. Okay. I think our <clears throat> lists are quite similar at this point, though. <clears throat> In fairness, we mm-hmm. said we needed a responsible adult, so we came straight to you. Oh, well, I'm relieved. Now... <clears throat> Obviously, Caretaker Mason and Quillick have had this vision, and whilst I, with just a one instance of a vision, I was willing to, I can't commit reasons <laughs> to it. <clears throat> the evidence of both of you and this information you have learnt from this escaped Ashbringer, obviously there is something. Unfortunately, this morning I received a message from the Abbotess that <clears throat> ah, the... I've got to find my notes on what it's exactly called. I mean, you scattered all of your notes across the floor when you smashed your desk, so take your time. Thank you. Do you want some help? The Abbot S has invoked the Dusk Morning. This is a period of time following the death of a leader within the Church of Palador that 
they enter a three-day period of mourning where, due to ancient rites, the abbey is no longer considered part of Suvonan territory. It is almost independently owned by the Church of Palador. I cannot send troops marching into it without possibly invoking the wrath of the church in Gold Throne and other organizations. It's very convenient. Wow. So she just convenient. declared her own republic? For a three-day period. Uh, it is temporary, and as she is the abbotess now that the previous abbot has passed on, that is her right. That doesn't mean I'm going to let it sit. Whilst I cannot send any official forces, uh -oh. I can hire a group of plucky mercenaries to go uh, and investigate it for me. Plucky responsible mercenaries. We're not plucky. Who have you got in mind? You are very plucky. We're not plucky. Promise. And we say... Mm. Go-getters. Idiots. <clears throat> yes. No, I don't think we're suitable for the job. Pawns. Well, you're my best chance, so too bad. You are, of course, welcome to turn it down, but and I will try and find others to go in my place. But if I send anybody from the Harvest Guard, this is going to cause problems. And what is the plan? I need somebody to go in. Now, I've received other messages from Rescue Jasna and Star Mourner Alanis, the heads of the Temple of Kelara and the Temple of Siaska. They were escorted to the Abbey the night that uh, <coughs> the Temple of Hesper was attacked. And they have written to me to tell me that they are in good health, that they are there willingly, that they are there to conduct these peace talks with the abbotess, who has provided me with untold witnesses from her own church, as well as uh, the mayor and several other people I believe to be in her pocket, yeah. that this is all above, all fine, that they are simply discussing the future of Cadley's Rest and Savona. Well, I don't believe it for a second. These kind of papers can be forged. <clears throat> these sorts of things can easily be forged, but... It does mean that my hands are somewhat tired. I need proof that the Star Mourner or the Rest Keeper are being kept there against their will. I need proof that they are up to something. I just wonder if we're the best people to go in. I was going to say that. Because we had a conversation with the Abbotess. Well, she came up to us and she kind of... Uh, Hates well, us. Did, what did she say after? Um, she wanted us to be tracked to find out where we're staying and... She's keeping an eye on us, let's just say that. You do not have any ways of uh, disguising yourselves or being clandestine in any way? We have a Night Frost and an Echo. Um, Sentry's quite loud. Echo's not. Yeah, Echo, yeah. Invisible. I do not have anybody else I can ask. I understand if you wish to turn it down, if you worry that there is danger to yourselves. Thinking more of jeopardizing the mission. Well, I am not expecting you to go in there asking for tea and cakes. Oh. I'm expecting something more of an infiltration. What's the legal ground here if we're sort of maybe discovered a little bit? Not good. But whilst the Abbotess's right of dusk morning prevents me from being too involved in what happens on its grounds, it also means that you would not necessarily be under the jurisdiction of Suvonan law either. You would only have to answer to the Church of Palador, of which if there is evidence that the Amethyst is up to something that the Church frowns upon, I'm sure that they would not be willing to take any actions against you. It creates a window for both of us. I cannot go in there, but at the same time, if you enter, 
then you are not doing anything illegal by the lands of Savona. That we're a bunch of foreigners in a temple during a time of their mourning. That will... Well, foreigners would normally not be a problem. The Temple of Palador doesn't have anything against them normally. It is these zealots that do. I am not saying I am expecting that if you are caught, you should be prepared to defend yourselves and be willing to take risks. But it is a rescue mission. All I need you to do is go in there, find Starmon or Elanis, find Rescue Pajasta, and get them out. Is there an easy way in? Is that up to us to find out? I'm afraid so. As far as I'm aware, the abbey itself is walled. The walls are approximately 15, 20 feet high. The portcullis has been shut. I'm not aware of any other entrances in or out. They are somewhat self-sustained. They have their own vegetable plots. They can, they have water access. I've already found one secret entrance. Do you have any supplies that could maybe help us, like potions or anything? I can secure something. Yes, I can provide that. I will obviously also pay you. This will need to be under the table, of course. The table you just smashed? The very same. Okay. Um, I can, if, if you wish, I can, rather than giving you hard gold, I can provide you with potions. Um, we can make sure that the city uh, reimburses Rose Meadow. That might be useful. Yes. 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 So is that the trouble? Would we say, I'm thinking this does provide somewhat considerable danger, and of course if you are caught and the Church of Paldor is involved, I will do my best to make cases for you to indicate that this is, you were doing this on behalf of the people of Savona. Uh, I, am, I have approximately about 1,200 gold, uh, which is in my bursary to pay out. I mean, that would be great. Not really doing it for the gold. I know. But it is... I cannot accomplish this myself. Keeping us alive with potions, definitely. Well, subtract that from the final amount, but it won't come to the full amount. I don't believe there are enough supplies in the city itself. Any flame resisting potions? I can ask Rosemary. She is quite capable. Are there any other alchemist shops in... Alchemy specifically, no. There is a Dale Geld company, but I believe the uh, proprietor is mainly focused on weapons and armour. Oh, to help your investigation with the Ashbringer, he, his father used to own an alchemy shop and it all burnt. Hmm. I'll look into it. And he was very angry. Do you have a name for him? Ashbringer. Uh, Wilden Baker. Wilden Baker. Wilden, Wilden yeah. Baker. I know the Baker name, yes. That was a few years ago now, 10, 15 years ago. Um, I remember an incident. The young boy had a... His magic came out of control, um, burnt a large portion of the shop. Uh, the shop didn't burn down as such. Large portions of it were burned. Many of their supplies, they never recovered financially. Apparently well. he asked Rose Meadow for help, and she said she couldn't. And that's sort of why he maybe hated centaurs and foreigners coming into the city and setting up businesses. He sort of blames her for his father losing the business. You will find that many of these Savonians carry similar things. As a foreigner myself, <clears throat> I have been subjected to many such things. Claims that Azamar mercenaries have uh, taken over their roles, uh, replaced the services of 
mercenaries or fighters from around the area. It's always the same story, Nova. It's unfortunately just a way of the world in that many Savonans aren't willing to change. They wish everything to remain the same. And the world is changing. Ever since the Sundering, things have changed. My people travel around and we fill the needs that we find. Your people provide magical support, research. You don't see the Sky Elves turning us away. Sadly, this is a problem where... This is a people problem. It's, it's not an excuse for poor behaviour. Certainly not in my mind, anyway. But that is beside the point. I think we I can have military forces on standby, should you uncover anything. But I'm, I'm afraid I can't risk sending them in. It would just, if this is all unfounded, if this is all petty gains, uh, nothing of a, uh, that is worth a major response, I could get myself and the Harvest Guard in considerable trouble with the churches. Not just the Church of Paladol, the other churches, they'd want to respect this dusk morning as well. It's an ancient tradition. I think if we could just have some help with potions, perhaps, and stuff to make us, you know, resistant to the burning, maybe we feel a bit more Yes, I can, I can certainly try and supply those if you're willing to take a smaller cut in the amount of pay. If we're alive. Very well. Yeah. <laughs> Very well. Well, uh, it will take me a few hours to gather those supplies. Where should I send them? Hmm, good question. Yeah. We should probably move if, you know... They were trying to find out where we were staying and stuff. Mm. Send it to Arvo and Valor in the... Do we get them involved? All they're doing is getting potions delivered to them. But then they see a connection between us and Valor and Arvo. Oh, good point. Because we're being watched. Send it to the mausoleum, we'll sneak in again. No, send it to... <laughs> send it... Send it to... Um... I've totally forgotten the centaur's name. Rosemeadow. Rose well, Meadow. I mean, she'll be making them. She'll be making we could just them. pick them up. We could pick, pick them, them up from Rosemeadow. Yeah. Right, very well. I will arrange for that to happen. You'll need to give her a few hours to make the preparations. Uh, I may have to buy out some of her stock and supplies for this, but I believe it to be worth it. Mason, do you have anything to add? Yeah. The, these Ashbringers, they came, to, they came to my temple the same night that they burned down Hesper. I could tell that something was wrong, and I felt that Something was up. They didn't expect me to have as many people as I did. We were hosting a small little gathering for some of the artisans. Uh, they've just finished their apprenticeships. They're having a small little gathering, a few drinks, get together. They weren't expecting as many of us as there were. About four or five of them turned up, young men and women, full of anger, hatred. But I think they were put off. I simply said no. They tried to convince me to come. Told him no, get out. They did. I suspect if I'd been on my own, or if it hadn't been as many of us as there were, they would have tried dragging me out, kicking and screaming like they did the poor Dean. So, whatever they're up to, they wanted all of the faith leaders. Now, I can't imagine why. I can't imagine anything, any political reason that they would gain for holding us hostage. Afraid I don't have much more, but it's something worth thinking about. Maybe, maybe they're holding all the people that have visions with their gods. Maybe whoever's in control, who, the god, is trying to get the attention <coughs> of the other gods and held, holding them captive. Maybe it's above us. 
Could be. Could be. I don't think this is Palador. I don't think it's connected to him. Do you think it could be something to do with Starving coming back? The Remnant? I don't see why. We've just been hearing in our travels and seeing things that Starbane, the Remnant, uh, Sarkira, things like this are being mentioned more and more. We've not had any problem with the Remnant here in a very long time, decades, hundreds of years. I think the last time, hundreds, 200 years ago, I think, they tried to attack Kaylee's Rest, but nothing since then. It's too big of a settlement, too many guards, and generally smaller in number. Possibly. I can't rule it out. All I can say is that I knew the abbot, the previous abbot of the abbey. I've known many Palador worshippers in my time. Been an old, I'm an old Ganesi, I've been around a while. It's not his way. He does represent some things that I disagree with. But this cleansing, purging, that's not Palador. No, Hesper said otherwise as well. Why is God? Um, do you... Little flighty. Very um, do you know what the Lady in Chains means? Or who it is? Not much of a fortune teller. More of a healer and a maker. I'm afraid I couldn't say. Hmm. Something to keep in mind, though. Whatever we saw, we saw it for a reason. Not another god, then. Could be. Not one I can think of. A door in the sky and a woman in chains. That's a very specific image. Did she look shackled or were the chains part of her fashion? You would say she looked shackled, but she didn't seem to be distressed. She was, she was laughing when you saw her. She was laughing maniacally. Oh, okay. Because I've seen chains coming in and out, you know? Smaller ones though, not like big. It's this guy off things, Aria. <laughs> What do you... what? Chains are fashionable now and again. They're out right now. I don't think the vision of the fiery doom of the end of Kelly's Rest was uh, fashion-related. Just a theory, though. I wasn't Just being foretold of the upcoming trends, no. I don't think so, anyway. I could be. Well, if he is, then you know now. Chains are coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, do you know of any gods that normally send messages? Varies. I've heard tell of other priests and clerics that sometimes can, but normally it's requested. Normally it's, uh, you must perform rituals to ask questions when you receive a vision from your god. But I have heard of some who, when lacking guidance, are spoken to. I've never had the pleasure with Valena myself, but she tends to be a quiet goddess. But I've heard, I've heard of a few. Siaska, sometimes the echoes of her voice can be heard. Hmm. Okay. I was just Maybe wondering. Not. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what do we do now then? That is up to you. Yes. It is obviously up to you how you want to progress, but. I must stress that infiltrate the Abbey, locate the Rest Keeper and Star Mourner, the heads of Siaska's and Kalara's churches. Ascertain where they are safe, if they're being held there against their will, and if they are, get them out. 
After that, we'll decide on the next steps. But whilst they're holding them as hostages, it is a greater risk. If that is what is happening. And if you happen to discover whatever it is that the Abedis is planning, and you have a way of stopping it, please do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what if um, we find someone who is not in a good way, and tells us all of the plans, and then we decide, we'll let them go. <laughs> Try not to do that anymore. Okay, then. <laughs> Just keep them secure somewhere and leave them for me. Okay, that's good. Yes. Sure. That would be great. Well, I will go and send somebody to start dealing with these potion preparations. Um, I cannot promise you how much we will be able to provide, but I will try and get what I can. All right? Nice. Take care. And she gestures to her door for you to leave. Yeah. And I so guess you may leave now. We do. Okay, great. I liked the sword, by the way. It was a cool sword. Thank you. It is uh, a gift from my celestial. Oh, we should have kept that Ashbring around. He could have helped us infiltrate. He might not be gone yet. That's true. He did say he was picking up supplies. Where would those supplies be? We could look for Chaelin. Hmm. Surely it'll be at his home. Yeah. We at least get still there. If we find it, we could get intel on the abbot and where the entrances and exits are. Mm-hmm. And who's in, in there. Yeah, so you want to try and track him down? Yeah. Okay. Now, none of you know where Wilden Baker's home is. So, <coughs> I guess you would start asking around. Could we ask Malika? Yeah. She, I mean, she vaguely remembers it, but she can probably tell you where it is. Um, she would probably be in South Street. That's probably where she'd tell you to start looking. Because um, that tends to be where the most of the artisans and merchants that aren't making loads of money tend to be. Okay. Um, so she recommends you talk in South Street. In fact, actually, Mason's there. Mason would know, because he was an art... He, yeah, Mason can give you exactly where the house is. Because oh, okay. Mason knows all the artisans, because like, Valena is all about craft as well. So he would keep in touch with all of the different people from there. So yeah, Mason's just like, yes, I know the Baker family. A tragic, uh, tragic accident. They have a small home just uh, a few streets away from the temple. Uh, burnt mostly, but still intact. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he just can give you the location for it easily enough. You can try there. If not, she was supposed to be taking him out of town, so he could just hang around near the exit. The many yeah. exits. Well, I would say that you've, you went straight to the Queen's Plaza, you spoke to Malika, but that conversation was like, maybe like half an hour at best. So by the time you get down to South Street, which would take you no more than sort of an hour, it's likely that you might just catch them. Let's roll a dice. <laughs> okay. Let's roll a dice. And we'll say anything below a 15. So you make your way, um, wake your way winding through the streets of Kayla's Rest. The sun is rising, morning has begun, you can see there are merchants and artisans hard at work uh, making their way through. And you catch Jayla and uh, Wilden making their way back towards the Temple of Kilara. Um, nice. You can see he's got a hood, he's got like a traveler's cloak, the hood pulled up, small kind of like little satchel bag full of things. Um, and Jayla is walking with him, sword sheathed, but kind of keeping an eye on him. Um, doesn't have a hand on him, but is walking alongside him. And you kind of bump into each other, and he's like, uh, he looks up, he's like, looks curiously. Hi. Hey. 
What? If you, go to you guys change your mind or something? You require your assistance or something. All right. Sure. Oh, hang on. He's. Hey, that's right. He was talking like this. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. So uh, we've been tasked with infiltrating the uh, Temple of Palador. He's like, shh, keep your voice down. Come on. Okay. And he gestures back towards like the burnt remains of his house. Um, you guys should be careful. Uh, Abby's got people all over the place. Not just, you know, people up there. It's regular folks. If they hear you talking like that, they're going to tell them. Is there a lot of people in the town? There's a fair few people that believe in what the abbotess is saying. Yeah, sure. Right. Like I told you earlier, a lot of people have lost out. Yeah. Maybe they're not crazy like I used to be. But there's a lot of people that, if they hear something, there's no risk to their neck, they'll go and tell them. So... So what do you need help with? I'm not sure if I can be much use, but... How do we get in if everything is closed off? The right of... Uh, right of dusk morning. Uh, Everything's so closed off completely. I know that the abbess... Uh, I guess it makes sense that she calls that in. Well, I mean, there's no... If you're asking me if there's, like, secret doors or stuff like that, none that I know of. We just come in and out through the main gate. The main gate, there's two towers. Keeps the portcullis open and closed. But, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I can, if you got a paper, I can sketch out a rough layout of the, the abbey, but. I literally just flick open my notebook. <laughs> All right, quote. sure, it take me a little bit of time. Give me a second, and he takes the parchment. <coughs> oh, you've already got one. <laughs> so he kind of gives you, it's a rough layout of the abbey and its grounds. Okay. So, um, he points out the various buildings. He says, the walls, you know, circles the whole place. It's older than Kaylee's Rest. The abbey was built here before the settlement was. <coughs> it's built onto a small hill just next to the city. Two dormitories, a training hall, bell tower, and then the abbey itself. Abbey's mainly made up of the church. You got things like the chapter house, uh, yeah, the monk's father, and kitchens, parlors, that sort of thing, a library. As far as I know, I mean, inside the abbey, it's pretty old, so there's probably maybe secret doors and stuff for the old abbots and monks to get around, but, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't that big of a deal. I was mainly spending my time in the training hall and the dormitory. Sometimes in, I'd go to the library and the church for sermons, but that's about it. Okay. And during the Rite of Dusk morning, everything's closed off, but how would you get into the place? Would you just go through the front door still? Oh, any devoted follower of Palador is allowed in. But I don't think that that's going to work for you guys if you're looking like you are, you know what I mean? What sort of check? Well, there's guards. Do they check each individual? Basically, if you're not a member of the Abbey, if you're not a monk or a priest, you're not going to get let inside. I did notice that quite a few folks from the town are missing. I think they may have gone up there before the, the rite was invoked. They're staying up there, you know? So everybody in the Abbey knows everybody? Pretty much, yeah. We live, everybody lives up there, they eat together, sleep together, you know. So you can't pretend to be. You know, disguise won't work. <sighs> I mean, maybe if you try and pass it off. I mean, like I said, a bunch of these new cities, a bunch of townsfolk have obviously, I think, have gone up there. Uh, they came up into the, the abbey before the abbotess declared the dusk morning, right? So maybe not everybody knows everybody anymore. Like most of the senior knights, uh, senior paladins, senior monks, senior priests, they know each other. 
but maybe if you pass yourself off as just a you know a lowly acolyte or something like that, you might be able to get past. Like I said, a lot of people have been going in and out of the abbey recently. You um, have to completely cover our faces. Um, I mean, the other way is if you can get over the walls. You know, it's dark. There are guards. The paladins mainly patrol, but there's less of them than everybody else. So maybe. Hmm. Okay. Any other plans? If you are a spiritual leader who is perhaps staying at the Abbey at the invitation of the Abbotess, whereabouts in the Abbey do you think you might be staying? I mean, like the ones that we were told to bring? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they were necessarily, like I said to you, they were invited, but uh, the Abbotess kind of implied that no wasn't an option, so I don't imagine they're anywhere comfortable. I think that there's something beneath the Abbey, like old crypts or something, but I never went down there. Oh, hmm. crypts, are there... We've not found... crypts, but like, um, not like where I was when you guys were that creepy guardian, you know? I see. But like, uh, tunnels or like <coughs> rooms? I don't know, they were old, they are built before the abbey. And do they spread quite far? I don't know, I've never been. Just hear talk, you know? That could be something. Um, I don't know where they lead or... I mean, even Mason might know about old tunnels underneath the town. I feel like he would have brought that up. True, but does he necessarily make the connection that they might lead to straight to the Abbey? Maybe. It's probably worth pursuing. That's all I can do. I mean, do you have any spare um, Ashbringer clothes? We don't, they just wear the normal Palador robes, you know, but everybody's got the brand. And he holds up his arm and it shows this closed fist version, the alternate, alternative version of Palador symbol. Most people, if you're part of the Ash, if you're part of the cult, then you, you bear the brand. It's part of the initiation. Nerva, can you fake that brand onto us with quill and ink? I could try. It's a brand, it's like a scar. It's like yeah. a, somebody's tss, it's like it's a cattle brand. Probably, it would maybe pass at a glance, but it would look obvious if someone inspected it. I mean, that, you can see it's burnt in his skin. Mm. I don't really want You that. could probably use like a disguise <coughs> kit, like a, like with putty and makeup to make it look like a scar rather than a, a magical tattoo. But if you were just trying to create it with magic, it wouldn't have the 3D element. It would just be a flat illusion that your hand would pass through. So again, like like Nova, <laughs> like like Nova says, like if it was at a glance, it can pass for it. But as soon as somebody touches it, they would know it was fake. Don't have disguise self. No, and I imagine illusion. there's wanted posters all over the Abbey with our faces on it anyway. Um, Listen, that's all I can do. I'm sorry. Now I kind of want to get out of here, get away from this place. Too many bad memories. <laughs> there's a thinking face there. <laughs> Can I roll an insight check? Sure. <laughs> no, four. I just want to see that he's telling us like truths. As far as you can tell, this guy seems to be genuinely, feels a genuine guilt and genuinely wants to get away from this place. Like he seems very eager to leave and put this behind mm. him. Okay. Is there any um, magical forces protecting the Abbey? Magical forces? Like people stationed there that detects any sort of magic going in and out? No, I don't think so. There's spellcasters, a lot of the priests have uh, divine blessings. Like I said, there's a few people that have been showing magic that they never had before. Oh, there is one thing. 
There's a statue in the cloister of the main abbey. I mean, I've always heard rumors that it's enchanted. It's supposed to come alive and attack anybody who comes, you know, is, uh, it defends the abbey, you know? Is Obviously, it? we've never seen that happen, so... That was the first time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's stay clear of that. Well, you can't miss it because it's uh, it's got an enchantment. It looks like it's on fire. It's like a light source. It's on fire too. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but it, the flames don't hurt. They're just uh, they're, they're you know fake. How big? Oh, like ten feet, twelve feet tall. Twelve. Like feet. a big, big. It's a big statue of Palador. A big statue of Palador mm. comes to life. Comes Smashes to life. anyone potentially it's on fire too. Fire, we just thought yeah. it's pretty cool. Mm. Well, anyway, thank you. You've made a good start, at least, to your uh, new life. Sure. I mean, look, you guys want to go in there, be my guest, but I don't think it will go well for you. Well, it's not going to go well for the town if we do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He just doesn't say anything now, apparently. It's just like, all right, well, I'm going to get going. Okay. Hey, um, if you ever make it to Vortensar, like, go try out my mom's cafe. Tell her I say hi. Okay. I don't think I'm going to go that far. Maybe yeah. just go somewhere else in Savona. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. He just nods. And then leaves. Yeah. Taylor <laughs> um, kind of just gives you a nod and heads off with him. I'll escort him. Cool. Good. So, I think basically that leaves us with either finding out about the tunnels or climbing over the walls. And... From previous experience, climbing is not our strong point. <laughs> I mean, I can levitate yep. over them. True. Nova, you can cast invisibility. Mm-hmm. That's why I ask you about the magic thing. What if you were just invisible and you found them and you did all the things? What? <laughs> you want me to go in on my own into an abbey full of the Bernie people and find two people who are probably in the crypts underneath where a statue is on fire and can come to life and set me on fire and while you are all just sat in an inn listening to the furbolg. Oh, that sounds We nice, need actually. to go see him. Hmm. We could go see the furbolg while you're doing that. It would be very efficient. However, no, we'd bring uh, Night Frost. And then the big communication, and as soon as there's any problem, we'd spring into action. But I feel like the more people we put in there, the, the higher risk we have of being spotted. I mean, how fast is this action going to be if I'm all the way in the crypt and they're about to set me on fire? I mean, I don't know what else to do. Do you know it? it I. It, uh, I agree, Nova. It's a very good yeah. point. I'm running this scenario in my head. Hmm, percentage wise. 5% chance of succeeding. That's pretty good. You're invisible though. What if they have things that can see invisible people? That's why I asked him, he didn't really know, did he? But how else would we get in? We'd hop the wall and then there's five of us that look very foreign. I was yeah. just gonna suggest I unlock a door. But then we walk in and then there's five foreigners in an abbot in mourning. You see what I mean? You see the problem? Really the sneaky I think we should type. get some disguises. I can do my best if you really want me to. But it scares me. She's crying. She doesn't want to do it. Let's go and get yeah, some disguises. I, think that might not be a good I idea. don't want to be on I my am. own. No 
Nova, Nova. I'm not Nova. fighting. I feel bad asking you. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> Maybe Quill should go. I'm not going in there on my own. That's an awful idea. I, I can't even go invisible. You've got Hesper on your side. True. But in my dreams. That's not dreams do come true, Quill. What the, but I hope no, not. Not. I hope yeah. not. Yeah, that, that's no, wait. not. No, yes, that's yeah. that. <laughs> Very quick. <laughs> like not wait. that one. Is that a title? <laughs> dreams do come true. <laughs> if you really want me to, I'll do my best, but look at me. I'm a scholar, not a spy. She's getting really high pitched, so I think we need to ditch that plan. Even if she goes invisible. She might yeah, she she'll peep when she gets seen. I'll pass out. She'll pass out. We are a master of espionage now, uh, since the mausoleum mission. You did have to. Maybe I should do it. You almost got arrested. Yeah. You got Maybe stuck on a fence. We got in trouble. Probably not. I forget the details. It's been a very traumatic it's, day. Yeah. Shall we go and get some disguises, something to cover ourselves up a little bit? I mean, we really have to Maybe. cover ourselves up. Yeah, we, we do. Really have to cover ourselves yeah, up. Yeah, we do. I have to. I have to look like someone completely different. Let's go to Rosalina, see if she's got any concoctions. She's she's in a different. She's time in a different time. time. <laughs> yeah, I think you mean Rose Meadow. Rose yeah. Meadow. <laughs> yes. Let's go to Rose Meadow, the centaur, and ask if she's got any person shifting appearance concoctions. Polyjuice potion. Polyjuice potion, exactly what we need right now. I mean, um, we could try multiple angles of infiltration. Or we could leave town. Or I mean, we, yeah, we, we, we could just leave. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely And just Gold have that heavy guilt weighing us down. If we leave, yeah. let's say theoretically we leave. And then we find out once we reach the next place or if the next place is Gold Throne, we find out that Kaylee's rest burnt to the ground. Hundreds of people dead. Mm-hmm. How would we Sentry. feel about that? Sentry, no. Sentry's already crying. <laughs> you just hear this, no! <laughs> well, now I feel bad. Okay. <laughs> this is catching. Sentry, <laughs> easily the least stealthy of all of us. 100%. No offense. No, but, I totally agree. Okay. What's your plan? <laughs> My plan? Yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. The place is so heavily fortified. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said I'm not, I'm not good at stealth. I'm, <coughs> I'm, I'm not particularly adept at climbing. I'm noisy. I'm so noisy. <laughs> no, no, Frost. Yes, Master. If you were to take this um, statue, was real, and it could animate. Yes. Could you make it so? What? Could you <laughs> hit it or something away from us, and then distract it so that everybody goes <coughs> to it while we go in? I can try. A big distraction might work. So we want to awaken the statue. Yeah. I don't want to awaken the statue. Oh, awaken the statue. Ah, Hiding in plain fiery. sight. We make a scene. Oh, so Night Frost goes in. Causes a ruckus. Causes a ruckus. And then we use the distraction to get in. That's actually... That's pretty good. 
Or they just go super alert and then guard every exit and entrance. Not while a statue the is going around destroying the place. That's if the statue comes to life in the first place. But worst case scenario. I mean, it's likely because hitching. bad stuff seems to keep happening. <laughs> but but it might not. It's it's actually or Night Frost can go and find both of them. None of us need to go. That's a really good point. I didn't think of the shadow just going in. What's the range on Echo? Uh, it's like a yeah, but Echo, we, we discovered this. Echo can only communicate in boop boops, and... But Sentry can see through Echo's... He's a bit clumsy, though. No offence, I love Echo, but he, when he gets too far away from Sentry, he he's gets... He's very delicate. Yeah, and he's been invisible. smashed could up once. I could. Well, I mean, it, it's, we don't actually... It'd be nice for us to be able to save the people, but... At the very least, we can at least confirm that they're being held against their will. Without us being in there. But then she did ask for evidence, and I don't think visual evidence. evidence from a boop boop or a shadow weapon is a good idea. We can at least scout ahead to know what our odds are. Mm. Use that as our first port of call. Send either Nightcross or Echo in. Scope it out. Well, we need to find where they are first anyway. Yep. Exactly. So I guess Nightfrost and Echo. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Sure. After so you're gonna 45 send them, minutes. So you're gonna so with Echo, like so Night Frost can act independently. He he can basically detach himself as a shadow creature, like a little heartless, and then he can go off and do his own thing. And then he'll just report back to Lucius on what he finds. <coughs> you can't see through his eyes, but he can describe to you what he's seeing. Echo it can act as its own creature, but the range on you being able to see through its eyes is only up to 100 feet, I think, or 120 feet. You would need to be, like, next to the walls. <laughs> and even and, 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 and even then, it's going to get to a certain distance and it's going to lose that range. Yeah. So, but what, so or is the idea that you send Echo in just on his own and then he comes back and via beep boops and boop boops, sorry, boops and boop boops, you question him, like, what? what's the plan here is what I'm trying to get. I feel like... Literally that. I feel like okay. Echo... Is it worth Echo getting potentially hit again? He because could get smashed. I feel like at, the, at least the, the shadow <coughs> is the shadow. And he can say words, can. not just yeah. boop boops. He also is a little bit mad. I'm quite mad. Yeah. But he's aware Agreed, of it, but and he's working on it. I must also point out, contrary to what Miss Ayla believes, in my shadow form I can still be injured. And if I sustain too much damage, I become inert. I would not be able to form again for some time. And then you'll be trapped inside the Abbey. Mm. My shadow should return to Master Lucius automatically, but I would become... Uh, you would not be able to communicate with me for some time. Okay. Interesting. Some time being... I for returns, I imagine, is a little different. I could not say. Another Sundering's time? I, I don't believe so, but I could not tell you how long I will be. I will need to gather my energy back. Let's assume the worst. I cannot technically die without my full form being destroyed. Can invisibility be cast upon you? I do, I believe so. I am a creature in my shadow form. But uh, when I remain stationary, I become a shadow. I'm very difficult to see. Okay. Well, I but trust he you also are. always tries his best. <laughs> it does. He does. I have an alternate suggestion. What if 
we pulled our resources that we've made in Katie's Rest so far and used some of the Guardians. To do what? I mean, there's a big smasher one. Versus an entire abbey. We do but have... if we're asking for a distraction... We do have some allies. Alternatively, did they all have echoes? I know Tracker didn't, but... Some of them do. Some of them had echoes. I think Chipper and um, Sweep had their echoes. Scout is also a scout. He's True. literally a scout. Yeah. I mean, maybe now is not the best of times to ask him about it, but yeah. then again... But would they want to get involved given that they've spent their lives being sort of on the outside of society and they've sort of made their way here and then would they really want to put that at risk by being found inside an abbey? I mean, they're less detectable than us. And if, if we send in three echoes, one of them's going to find the right thing. This will all be found. High risk of them being spotted. Yeah. Big floating orbs. Is there a way to track an echo back to a guardian? They'll know it's a guardian. Well, yeah. Well, I... And there are not many guardians Who's the first people they're going to interrogate? There is only... Everyone we've spoken this. to seems to know exactly who we're talking about when yeah. we mention. Yeah, guardians are rare it's enough that distinct. those guardians, everybody in Keeley's Rest is aware of them. They're like, oh yeah, they're the guardians. <laughs> like, you know, having five guardians in your town is a pretty big deal. I feel like we don't need to jeopardize those guardians anymore. More lives. They've already had. Let's send in a shadow, it's a shadow. We can send in a shadow. I'm just saying, if we need a distraction, there's a big smashy guardian. Okay. Probably wants to. So start. what are you going to do while you send uh, Night Frost in? Are you going to go find somewhere to rest? Or are you going to, what are you going to do? I guess we'll have to stay nearby. Yeah. I well, think you don't need to stay nearby. He can travel on his own. I mean, if we need to go spring into action. Like... Yeah, I mean, you could find like somewhere like in Kaylee's Rest near nearish the Abbey, if you wanted. Yeah. Okay. I think we. Um... Well, we and also, what time is it? Right now, now, it's the morning. We should probably do this at night, shouldn't we? We should probably check in on Arvel and Valor as well. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's do those things quickly then. So you want to pick up the potions. Mm. You want to check in with Arvel and Valor. Do we? I think we were going to move. And then are you going to wait till night to send Night Frost in? Do we want to do that subtly though? Like maybe send just one of us so that there's no chance that the Ashbringers follow us to them. Yeah, I don't actually know where we could move them. I think we've exhausted most of the places we've gone. I'm not talking about moving them. Like I'm just talking about like if we go to them, then if Ashbringers are watching us, then they can see that we are talking to these two people who are clearly part of our... Well, if just one of us goes, then that's Ashbringers watching just one of the party. Out of curiosity, mm-hmm. can I keep an eye out as we're walking around town for any like any of the guards that we saw around? Mm-hmm. So you act, you're actively yeah. watching for them. Make yeah. a perception check for me. I'm passively doing it <laughs> all this time. <laughs> yeah. If you are actively, the thing is, is there's a difference between like I'm aware that we're being followed, so I'm kind of keeping my ear out for them, and then there's Ayla doing this. No. <laughs> yeah. That was a five. Five. You are like literally every now and often you'll just like turn and look behind you. I trust no one! There's nothing there. <laughs> and do I okay. pass down the street? Nothing there. I don't passively catch anything with fifteen. No wait, I've got twenty still. Uh depends. So it's sight based fifteen, mm-hmm. hearing based twenty. Even when you're fifteen, even with your bad eye, you watch. And they keep a very far distance. Uh, not enough to overhear conversation, but there is always... You kind of spot a couple of them. They're the same young boy or young girl. 
probably in their sort of like late teens. And then there's normally a couple of hooded figures or armored people nearby. And they're dressed to look like mercenaries, but you can see them kind of communicating with like slight hand signals. Yeah. They are absolutely following you. Not engaging, but just keeping an eye on where you are. Cool. Are they in earshot? I'm, no, I'm no, they are. They're dev- Quill. You're pretty certain that they can't overhear whispered conversation or like you know quiet conversation. If you're shouting, they'll probably hear it. But I'm guessing you're going to relay that to us. Yeah, yeah. So number one, I don't think we should make contact with Arvel and Val except maybe by a letter or a note or something to them. And number two, how are we going to break into the Abbey when they seem to be following us? I have a thought, and it's a dark thought. Mm-hmm. We get the jump on these mercenaries, and we leverage them to get inside. How? We could, I haven't thought that far. We could leave the city, go a little way out. They can't follow us that far. And if they do, then they'll be on their own. This is a dark thought. Actually, thinking about it, this is a bad idea. This is even I quite worse. like it, actually. No. If, I, if Ada likes it, it's probably had a bad move. Maybe. <laughs> I think the best we can do is take their equipment and their looks and try and get in, but it's a long shot. Mm. We need to get away from these people watching us. But I could just send Night Frost, and they won't even know. True. Just send Night Frost. Mm. I'll just send Night Frost. Although, if that doesn't work, that's time wasted if we're waiting until the night to do it. We can send him whenever. Yeah, he'd have a better chance at nightfall, but... Do it at sundown, how about that? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to send Night Frost at sundown. You also wanted to go pick up your potions from Rose Meadows. Yeah. Yeah. Now remind me, when you went to Rose Meadows, you bought regular healing potions and the greater healing potion, if I remember? I think we all just went regular. Because yeah, how, much, how much did it cost? I can't remember. It depends on you guys. I forgot to no, no, mark how, off how what you... How much is a greater? Greater is 200. No, we didn't. No way. So you just bought the regulars? Regulars. Okay. So I think you bought her out of regular <coughs> potions. I remember you bought her out of regulars. Okay. Um, okay. So when you go to pick up uh, Rose Meadows ointments, uh, Rose Meadows potions, she's there. Her, her, her shop has been mostly repaired now. Um, and when you enter, the little jingle of the bell, um, and you see her great white horse body and her long pink and blonde hair. Oh my goodness, it's my favorite customers. Hello. Word bird boy. Uh, hello, Rose Meadow. Sweet bird. <laughs> I believe you had uh, an order for some Yes, potions. Malika, beautiful Malika came by and she ordered a bunch of things for you. Would you like them now? Oh, please. Okay. <laughs> She trots, clip-clop, clip-clop out into the back. Uh-huh. Clip-clop, clip-clop comes back. She brooks that little wicker basket with a pink bow. That's very and nice. it's stuffed with flowers, and then inside it there are three potion bottles. That's um, beautiful. Rosemary. She's like, okay, let me just describe each one. So this is, and she holds up a uh, glass bottle with white lacing um, and, a, and a small uh, blue corn flower rose attached to it. It's like, this is a potion of greater healing. That's uh, that wow. one. And then this. Now, your friend told me that you needed potions to ward against flames, mm-hmm. but also maybe you needed something to be a bit sneaky. So. That's a thing? You, well, sort of. 
So this one, and she holds it up, and it's a very small bottle, almost like a little tiny miniature bottle. Mm-hmm. With only a few drops of liquid in it. Feeds clear, the clear, honey-coloured kind of liquid. Um, and attached to it is a little ch- a bee charm, a little bee charm. This is called a potion of diminution. It will make you quite small. Di- diminution. Dim, 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 dim. I don't how know how to say. How small are we talking? Pretty small. <laughs> it makes you like smaller than a child. But it will include your gear. It will include your clothes, so you won't be naked. How long for? That's Last a about very an hour. Effect to know. Yeah, an hour. Mm-hmm. So but it helps you like. You know, it makes you quicker, it makes you easier to hide and stuff like that. Can you and then the still, last... do, you, do you still... Makes you a little you... weaker. That's what I was wondering. Makes you a little weaker. Okay. okay. Um, but then the other one, and then the last one, and this one is bright orange, kind of uh, mixtures of colours of flames on the inside, and a kind of shaped heart-like bottle. Um, and attached to it is a red, uh, like, <coughs> poppy-flowered cluster. Um, and this is a potion of fire resistance. Ah. Perfect. Hmm. So it's 350, 450. Brilliant. So, off the who wants what? Do we have any more healing potions in our arsenal? I have, have one. one. You bought out all of my last ones where your friends did. The bird and the nice blue lady and Mr. Fancy Elf. What about your healing salves? Well, I still have the healing salves. But uh, your friend, they, they wanted these ones specifically. But you can buy the other ones if you like. I got nothing. So. I have four silver. How much? I mean, I got nothing in terms of potions. And how do you have so little money? I, I don't know. Did you buy shampoo and stuff? That's what he's got left now. I refuse to help Chris Trot anymore. There's no way you've only got four silver. I'm pretty sure Mark told you that you had some money nope. back. No, that is what he has now. I think I gave I it up I think he gave the, you uh, like a hundred gold. I paid for my spell clash thing. You did. Yeah. But I think, yeah. yeah, but Arvel gave you doesn't the money matter. back. It doesn't matter. No, he, he No, no, he gave it to group fund. Okay. How much have we got in the group fund? I'm pretty sure oh, that we've got I've, enough, I've heard Mark say you've got a hundred gold at least three times now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but it was that's what, that's what Lucius has. That's what Lucius has. License. Rosemo says, well, the, the healing Slav is... Slav. Slav. <laughs> there it is. Uh, it's, it's 140 gold per dose. Now, I can do up to four doses. But it's quite difficult to make. It might be worth. How healy is it? One dose. Oh, I can't remember. It's a magic item. It's called Kegorn's Ointment. They also take an action to... Um, yeah. So it takes an action instead of a... Yeah, if you search up Kegorn's Ointment, but. it's called. So, we make one person really flame resistant, small and invisible. Not all three. We don't need all three. Yeah. Why not? I think... Um, oh, the flame resistance lasts for an hour as well. I found a gunpowder keg. Uh, it's spelled K-E-O... G-H-T-O-M-S. It's a magic item. Slav. It's called Keogtom's Ointment. Keogtom's Ointment. Yeah, Keogtom's. Keogtom. 2d8 plus 2. It's an action to apply, and it's four doses. Okay. Four doses with that one self. 
if well no it's so you have to pay her 140 gold per dose so it's like per oh, potion shit. Okay. but it's one item so one person holds it and then you can use it up to four times but it's an action to apply it to yourself or another creature mm. it's not like a potion which is like blood 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 no you've got a potion you've mm-hmm. got a potion mm-hmm. let's get two three no we've got one greater so you can use the one four times Wait, no. Yeah, imagine it's yeah. like one potion that you can use up to four times if you buy four doses, or however many doses you buy. Okay. So if you buy so two doses, buy, you can use it So twice. there's, there's, yeah, so it's one item, so it will be for one person to hold. Yes, yes. That's but Sentry, but Sentry has Leon hands. Yeah, so I can heal people. Mm. So 560 gold. We don't have to, doses. but just bear in mind I've got that... Healing. No, I know you do. <laughs> do you? I, do you though? <laughs> But it's you... also garbage, it's not lay on hands. Lay on hands is incredible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you go down a lot more it's often. It's pretty good. You know what I mean? Ten. Can In I terms fire of resistance? like... That's a ten. Wait, fire resistance I'm speed. just saying that if I go down, one of you needs to do something unless you give me something. Two doses is well, two Well, keep in mind that if you have the ointment, you can't apply it to yourself if you're down. But someone can look yeah. over and... Yeah, true. Steal your stuff. It's fine, as long as we don't have to get it. I'm just No, I'm saying we should get well, it. I'm just saying no, we don't. What I would say is taking the ointment off of Ayla's body would, would probably be, be an action, action as well, and then it'd be an action another action to apply mm. it. Yeah. Unlike a potion which I imagine you guys have like Blood. little bandoliers and stuff where you're like, oh Ayla's pull it out and then pour it in her mouth, like that's an action, or like if for yourself. Whereas the Slav, it's like, right, dig it out no, of no. her bag. It's just if we open all up the kit. Them, but we don't have to. Jeez. I said Here, so. Tom, that's not very efficient. I think let's I'm not get... saying that to her. Yeah. <laughs> two doses, I think. We okay. Two doses. Yeah. So but current, yards, so currently, I can't help anybody if anyone's down. So 280 if you want two doses. Sure. I can. Okay. I have like 50 gold. Okay. Uh, Group one. Yeah. Let's not. Let's focus on that later because I just want to wrap up with some other stuff. So we've got two healing slabs. Anything immediate? Yes. Anything immediate <laughs> you need to do? Because I want to try and, uh, if possible, I want to do the night frost thing before you go. Can we? Get Rose Meadow, like write a letter for Arvel and Valor, and get Rose Meadow to send it, either send it or deliver it. Yes, to them. she will do that. Yeah, and yep. basically just updating them on yep. what we're doing. She's saying, kind; she'll do that. Yeah, saying yep. that we're being followed by people, so we're trying to stay away from them. Mm-hmm. Yep, and she'll do that. that and also, we should tell them her that we're being followed and and to watch out for. She's like, oh, I keep, I'm, I, I'm very careful now in the city. Okay. I mean, it's hard for it. She can't sneak around, so she has to kind of look after herself. Yes. Um, oh. Big, big centaur lady. Okay. We saved her. So that night, so you guys go back to the richer tavern in North Street, the one that you stayed at last time. That you didn't give a name. Yeah, I haven't come up with a name for it yet. Is that the one? That's the one though that Arvel and Valor. Is, no. no, they're they're at the, the Barrel and Over, which okay. is in South Street. So, yeah. yeah. In, we'll just call it North Street Tavern for now. And then you send Night Frost off. You've got this. Very well, Master Lucius. You wish for me to find this rest keeper and Starborn. I do not know them, but I will look for people being kept prisoner. Yes, people that look like they're in a jail of some kind or held captive. All look really unhappy. Very well. It may take me some time. I may not return until morning. Can we describe them and also, or maybe yeah, like, the, do we know what kind of robes that they're... Yeah, you can describe the symbols of like, um, yeah, their face. Like symbols wear. of their mm-hmm. face. Yeah, so you can absolutely describe that. Look for that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Night Frost knows the symbols <coughs> of their gods anyway, because yeah. he was around when the war was on, so he knows what those look like. I think okay. just specify to him what, yeah. Yeah. So, the night passes. You take a long rest, because this happens overnight. 
you, because he can speak to you over distances, but you can also get the impression that he's concentrating sometimes. And he gives you a run by a port. Night Frost makes his way on the cover of night. He sneaks over the walls, down into the abbey. I found several buildings. It appears that some people are being kept prisoner inside. Others are guarding them, but they do not. They appear to be worshippers of Palador. I'm now moving on to the next building. There seems to be a training hall here with a forge. He's making weapons and armor, lots of them. There is a warrior here. He practices with magic and steel. They do not appear to be here. I will move on to the main abbey. Reports as he makes his way through the rooms, he begins describing that there are patrolling paladors, uh, faithful, armored, wielding weapons. They don't appear to be in a state of mourning. They appear to be in a state of preparation. They patrol around. I see the statue in the cloister. There is definitely magic of it, Master Lucius. Makes his way into the church. I see her, the woman that spoke to you before, this abbotess. She is delivering a sermon. She speaks of a great purge. It will be happening very soon. She says that they are nearing the final stages. Something is strange. I will follow her. Be very careful. Very well. I have not found the ones you described. They do not appear to be in the upper grounds. They must be somewhere below. Right. Good job so far. In the... There is a secret door, a latch, built just behind the altar. Uh, there is a trap door. She is descending now. There are old tunnels here, Master Lucius. They wind. These are old. Far older than the Abbey. There are rooms here. They look like they were once guard posts, but they have been turned. I see. Yes, I find the ones that you are looking for. They look to be imprisoned. They are being fed, but they are definitely not here by their own will. There is something else. I sense an incredible power. The abbotess is making her way towards it, is deeper below the abbey, beyond where these two are being kept prisoner. Do you wish for me to continue? Absolutely not. Very well. Maybe he's making his way. I mean, I'm going to make perception checks, but he's very hard to see. If he's careful, which he's being. Yeah. yeah. And it's also mega dark. It's, it's mega dark, and he's made of shadow. He can literally blend in. Um, yeah, he makes his way back. In the morning, however, as the sun begins to rise, as dawn arrives, it's a strange dark clouds just begin to pool. Like they begin drifting in, almost like a, th- a storm is coming, but there isn't the other weather. You know that there's no storm coming, but there are dark clouds. Uh, you hear horses nearby begin to neigh and buck and panic. Dogs begin barking. Birds that were in the trees around the gardens of the mausoleum just burst and fly away in a, in a terror. And that's where we're in today. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, boy. Something Rightly. is afoot. Something oh. wicked this way comes. Yeah. Something yeah. frying pan. Something's just afoot. <laughs> mm. Oh crap, this is want, just a foot. You didn't, you didn't want old Night Frost just no, to go a little bit further? No, not at all. Oh, no. We'll find out 
What happens next week? Bad stuff. What will the party do? Bad stuff. Are they going to try and bust in? Are there terrible things about to happen? We're going to screw mm. up. Find out next time. And what are you going to do? You're going to check out Display in D&D Beyond. Thanks. Display! 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 We're done. Go See ya. Bye. 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 Bye now. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out both D&D Beyond and Displate with the links in the episode description. And we'll see you on Monday for a brand new episode when the party attempt to infiltrate Palador's temple. We'll see you then. Bye.